right, we are back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Casey, my friend, good to hear your voice. How are you? Oh, I am all right. Uh, a couple weeks off, I guess, with some busyness at home, busyness at work, uh, kind of got in the way of recording the pod. Uh, but we're back. So apologies to our, our fellow fans and loyal listeners who just us. If they did, hope they did. Yeah, maybe they did. Yeah, I mean, there's sure. nothing really much going on in the sports world, anyways. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mind, they were, they were. Yeah, we didn't really miss much. Uh, but I guess to get us back into it, we had quite the incident to get us back into it. So, we'll talk about here oh, shortly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, good to be back. Well, how are you? Oh, doing well. Feeling feeling good to get back. Um, yeah, life just happens. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been itching to get back on in front of the mics with my good friend. Give the and, takes. Uh, yeah. Drop give the, the takes, give the hot takes, give the people what they've been starving for. And this, I mean, we really did it on purpose. We wanted, you know, we just wanted to give a little, what they call in the biz, a tease. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 Keep them wanting more, right? Yeah. It was like almost like an Irish goodbye podcast. <laughs> like it just, we just, we just snuck out the back door. And everybody's yeah. like, hey, wasn't Breeze 132 Pod, like, recording and stuff? What happened to them? <laughs> yeah. It was fun it's... when they were here. And then we just <laughs> come back in the front door a couple of weeks later. Yeah. We're like, surprise, yeah. we're back. Yeah. It's like the, the, mid-season, uh, the mid-season break when you get those sitcoms. And it's like all of a sudden there's no new episodes for five weeks. Then all of a sudden, bam, they're back. And here we are. Yeah. Season continued. Why did they do that? Do they still do I don't that? know. They still do. They 100% still yeah, do that. They would have like halftime of like a sitcom. And you're like, you're yeah. acting. Like it's not like, <laughs> you need a break. Just think yeah. about your strategy. Plan ahead. You know? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, we didn't pull that off very well either. Anyway, we're back. Yeah, uh, we're let's back. go ahead and get started with what everybody, it seems like, in the sports world is talking about. Uh, the end of the Michigan-Wisconsin game. There was an incident. Marlo, in which I guess I don't know. Everybody who listens to this has seen the incident, probably seen it a hundred times, right? Do we need oh, to go for like, sure? Walk, walk through what happened. Well, I would rather walk through what happened, but I'm curious. I'm curious of your how you took it in and your reaction. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was at home. Uh, I was watching the game, doing some laundry. You know, the kids were at the uh, grandparents, so. Watching the game, you know, obviously doing my nervous thing. Laundry is a great way to get that nervous energy out. And laundry's done some watching the game. And the game ends, and I sit down and I start going onto my computer, right? To, you know, look at what Twitter's saying or what's happening. And then I just, I look up and, you know, the music's going. And then all of a sudden I hear, oh, they're going at it or whatever the announcer said. (laughs) I look up, I'm like, what the hell is happening? And then as I'm getting up, I look up, I see that, and then I see, the punch slap and i just go what the hell and i jump off the couch and then i'm like standing in front of my tv um and just i honestly couldn't believe uh my eyes and what i was seeing i i was i was taken aback by uh just the the ridiculousness of it the um unlikelihoodness of it that's not even a term but like the this never happens and yeah. I was just like, what in the hell happened? Uh, and then I watched it like a hundred times. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I said the same way. So we were on, uh, we were on, uh, it, was a, it was a discipline weekend. Uh, so we had to take away screen time from, from my son, which okay. means you take screen time away from myself as well. Uh, <laughs> so um, there was no TV ad, but I put my foot down and I was watching the Badger game. So this was the only thing I got to watch all weekend, literally. Uh, and... <laughs> So I, you know, you in a CBS game, they usually don't do anything afterwards. Like the Big Ten Network, they go back to the studio, talk about the game, and I sit around for a little bit. But it was a CBS game. They're going to go over to, I forgot, whatever golf was on, like right away. Yeah, some golf. I usually just go ahead and try to find another game. Yep. But since I had de- de- deprived of screen, my own <laughs> screen time this weekend, I decided to milk it. And then so I watched the end's handshake, and I was like, yeah. they were coming over, and then I see guard. Uh, get the face, and I was like, I was getting fired up because guard was fired up, like you said. Like, that's not something you see. That was very unexpected. 
Um, and then, yeah, when that went off, then, yeah, I'm standing up in front of the TV, like, whoa, what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, you know, thinking of what the names of this, the me- the melee in the, in the coal, the, I don't know, the coal, I can't think of funny names. But anyways, uh, um, but yeah, it's completely unexpected. The clobbering unexpected. at the coal, which has to be a The clobbering at the coal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, and then just yeah, trying to figure out a hundred different times, multiple group text chains going going back and forth. Um, it was pretty wild, pretty wild. Can you get like ice fishing involved somewhere in there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> ice fishing at the coal. I don't know. It's kind they of always like, like all right. So yeah. obviously the incident we're talking about. If you haven't seen it again, I don't know. I don't know why you're how what scenario you would listen to this and you hadn't seen it. But uh, at the end of the Michigan, we're Wisconsin, glad you're here. Yeah. Um, during the handshake line, Greg Gard uh, and John Howard, head coach of Michigan, got into words. Uh, and my new favorite term, uh, laid hands. Apparently that's yeah. a thing people say and get very offended by, at least Michigan fans do. Um, and it resulted in the normal kind of like get back, get back, you know, pushing players out of the way. And then Jawan Howard comes over the top with a punch slap on Joe yeah. Krabinoff. Um, in real then, time, yeah. Did you think that was a punch? I did in real time. He came, yeah, in real time. He I thought started that was a punch. it like a punch, and yeah. then I don't know if he realized he couldn't reach with the punch, or if he <laughs> thought, "Oh shit, I'm punching someone. <laughs> I should yeah. probably not do that." And had a, like a second, but then he opened his hand and slapped him. But I thought it in real time. I thought it was a punch. Uh, and people, I mean, people are referring to it, like articles are referring to it as a punch. It ended up being a slap. I, I don't, I think he, when he started it, he was going to punch him and then ended it with a slap. Yes, for sure. So the incident itself um, was one thing. And after that, I guess my life kind of became consumed by taking in the coverage, as I guess it so often does. And I was absolutely shocked by the sharing blame and whataboutism of the initial reports. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I guess it's probably because they didn't watch the game. They just saw the replay, you know. Yes. Uh, for yeah. example, everybody called it a tense game. And why do you have handshakes after a tense game? The game was not tense. The game was a blowout. The game was over. Only one person in the stadium was tense. His name was Juwan yeah. Howard. <laughs> yes. They kept talking about how both coaches were upset. Only one coach was upset <laughs> until the handshake line. Uh, they they just talked about all the these escalating things that the Badgers supposedly did that in no other context – would equate to what John Howard's reaction was in any part of this scenario. And it was incredibly shocking to see uh, the halftime show of the next game at the, after they cut away to ESPN uh, Sports Center that night. Uh, Jay Billis, Seth Davis, all the college guys tweeting about both sidism. And it drove me insane, and I cannot believe it. Did that drive you up a wall tomorrow, or, or was that just you like? Well, yeah, I think. Did you get uh, get what they were saying? No, I, no, 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 no. So, I guess I was stuck on how this started as well. With, like I said, John Howard being mad about freaking timeout yeah. with ten seconds left, right? And wh- whatever, dude. Like, first of all, whatever. You were you were you were pressing when you were da- you weren't winning the game, and you were full court pressing. He called timeout, like he was. Whatever, and then so I think that's like the talking heads trying to put blame on on both sides. I think I watched someone on CBS got a it, I got furious at them because they spent a good ten minute dialogue trying to talk about blame on both sides. It's like none of this would ever happen if you just go ahead and shake the hands, and then you know what? Go talk to the media bad about the the, the timeout, right? Yeah. Like there's who who. I, I get so baffled at this whole thing. And he, I mean, and Howard even said afterwards, this is the reason why <laughs> it's because he called time yeah. out with his eyes left. And it's like, okay, big deal. Like I, yeah. I, I, is it just, that's an unwritten, unwritten basketball law. You don't do that. Um, so I, putting the, the blame on both sides, I don't know if they just need it. And that's the other thing too, I guess it became a big deal. Like, obviously it's a big deal in college basketball. It's like Michigan, 
Michigan, Juwan Howard, you know, Fab Five, former NBA player, throwing a punch. There you go. But it was also like CBS, noon game, like their, you know, headline game. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a lot of a national attention, which I'm wondering how much attention it would have got if it was like a Tuesday on Big Ten Network. Okay. But, um, but yeah, and that's that's part of it too. Like there was just this happened, and there was a, it was on a, it was a national spotlight. There was a lot to talk about, so they had to talk about it. Yeah, I suppose it would have been, it literally in the college basketball world, probably the perfect storm of when this could have happened for it to get the most coverage because you had a full slate of college basketball after it. Like even if it happened like on a Saturday night primetime on ESPN, yeah. That's you know then then it's happened at nine o'clock our time, East Coast is probably already asleep. Like it's not getting the same coverage. Whereas this had the legs of the whole day. Um, so after the or along with uh, the the sharing blame for calling a timeout, which even if you got upset, the level of upsetness is was unbelievable. Just it's incomprehensible. I, I I don't understand how you could, even if you were upset about the timeout, how you could have been as upset as he was because before it really escalated, he huffed and puffed, then still called a time. He called it. He called timeout. He fouled with 13 seconds left and continued to prolong the game. And then he didn't join the handshake line. So he was obviously still upset about it. And that all happened before great guard even tried to do or say, anything um but i want to talk about the defenders of juan howard's actions okay the juan howard Um, defenders so first of all we already talked about this one guard should not have called a timeout okay what okay first of all that's the defense i don't give a rip i don't care if he calls a time or not oh you're saying it's defense you're not okay this is these are the defenses i kind of repeated themselves over and over um, right. the defense I'm number gonna... one is guard should have called the timeout. He started all this by calling a timeout. We obviously talked about, hey, he's still pressing. He still has starters in. And our friend Asher Lowe, he went on to spaces uh, last night, and I joined that. And he made Ooh. a really good point that I wanted to bring up. So shout out to Asher. Okay. Um, it's not on the team that's winning to wait, raise the white flag. Like, Greg Gard's job as the winning team isn't to say, okay, this game is over. It's on the team that's losing. They're the ones controlling when the game ends because they're the ones down there, the ones who have to stop applying the pressure. Greg Gard was not applying pressure by calling a timeout. Juwan Howard was applying pressure by pressing and right. not knowing the rules. So it wasn't, on, it wasn't Greg Gard's impetus to not call the timeout. It was Juwan Howard to not force the timeout. And that he failed in that. Um, also, I saw a tweet. I forget who it was, but it was a, a former, let's call it a bench warmer, a walk-on who's in there, right? And as somebody whose sole high school basketball experience was being a bench warmer and coming in in situations like this, um, he <laughs> said, hey, I appreciate him taking the timeout to put us bench warmers in a better position to not turn the ball over. Granted, there was 10 seconds left, but this they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to go in there and turn the ball over three times. So, you know what? If you're coaching a full team of 10, 12 guys, 15 guys, whatever it is, that kind of matters. And I think if I was a bench warmer, or, or you know, I, maybe you don't call them that, right, if they're on your team, but if I was one of the players in that game, I would appreciate Greg Gard doing that for me in that situation. All this like unwritten rule crap is BS. I don't care about that. It doesn't matter. That was the f- so that was the first one. And do you have anything? We already kind of talked about it, but I want to add yeah. two other things. Yep. That I that I saw out there. All right. Uh, next is the lane of hands. <laughs> Regard should not have put his hands on Juwan Howard. And this is mm-hmm. put in the context of apparently a lot of bros on Twitter think that if anybody touches your arm, you can legit punch anybody you want. That's the rules in any bar, in any place. If somebody touches your arm, you can punch anybody, which is just an asinine conversation. It's a handshake line. Yes. They're going to touch each other. Well, yes. Coaches all the time do the handshake arm on the shoulder. Yes. And And on on top of that, go ahead. Finish your statement. You go. 
And on top of that, it's it's hard when Juwan is just yelling at him. Uh, <laughs> you know, I remember that. I'll remember that. Yep. Gregor is just kind of inches up close to him. And I almost think it's like, I've, again, I've watched it a bunch of times, different angles. You're going to call putting hands on him? Okay, I get that. But this is more like Gregor's hand was there. His elbow fell into it type, <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. It, did, it wasn't like yeah. he went for it and, and he grabbed it. And then that's when, and then if we want to talk about laying hands, all right, it's kind of like who lay hand first if we're going to do, if we're going to go ahead and do this. I mean, Juwan started pulling on, on Gronk's shirt, so they started getting yeah. closer together. And that's, that's what yep. started the whole thing. Yeah, and pointing in his face is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and let's face. think about their attitudes coming into this together, right? Greg Gard just won a basketball game has literally no reason to be upset with Juwan Howard. Literally not, yeah. and is not. He's going down the handshake line. The announcers are making a point to say Juwan Howard has not yet joined the handshake line. So he's obviously upset. They come in, and Juwan Howard pulls down his mask and says something. I think he says, I'll, it's remember, I'll remember that timeout, or I'll always remember this or something. Or, yeah, I'll remember that, yeah. And Guard says, hey, let me tell you, like, I don't know. This I feel like this happens to me. This is my reaction when somebody is mad at me. I want to explain myself. I want to be like, no, no, no. You misunderstood what I'm doing. So Greg Gard's motivation for laying hands, Greg's motiv- Greg Gard's motivation for escalating, quote unquote, the incident is to say, look, this is why I called the timeout. Juwan Howard wanted nothing to do with that and started grabbing him, yelling at him, and pointing in his face. And then, yes. Was Greg Gard maybe upset after that? I would be too. But once again, the the one escalating it, the one taking it to the next level, the one getting in the other person's face is Juwan Howard. Not Greg Gard. Absolutely ridiculous. Lay on hands and then you can just kind of knock everybody out. Um, I think that was it. The last one that was crabbing off, escalated. I don't know. He People, you can come in and say he was pushing people. He's an assistant coach. His job is to get in the way, Right. His job is to come in and be like, hey, Michigan this way, Wisconsin guys, get behind me. I feel like that's what he did. If you were a Michigan fan, you could probably come up with a different motivation for what Krabenhoff was doing. But he came in, and I thought he was trying to separate people. Juwan Howard came over the top and punch slapped him in the face. Those were the defenses I saw. I saw the the timeout that, quote-unquote, started it all. The uh, laying hands that quote-unquote, escalated it, and then Krabinoff, who escalated it even farther. Meanwhile, all of those were in reaction to something that Craig, or excuse me, John Howard did. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, despite whether whatever Krabby did, it was uh, it was kind of reminiscent of, of Krabby's playing days when I saw that. Just something's going on. I'm going to get my face in there, and I'm going to start some shit. Yeah, I'm going to get uh, in the, the middle. The, <laughs> I'm going to put myself between whatever the thing is. Yeah, exactly. That, and that, I, I, don't, um, I think that's what co- coaches should do. Yeah, and, no, 100%. The coaches, the assistant coaches in this case, I think they, they all did the right thing, right? They all came in there. I came to the assistant of their coach, was trying to separate, diffuse said situation, um, which reminds me, there was some random Big Ten guy that ran down from the stands, which hero, hero, just my hero, just jumping in there. Um Diffuse situation, and I don't. I mean, you know, like like you said, there was no escalation until the escalator, John Howard, made it happen. So, so let's let's say Krabenhoff runs in there, right? Yeah, and he pushes a couple Michigan players back, and I think the the most interesting to me here is looking back at the tape. The most interesting thing I'm going to say, hopefully, a lot of interesting things. But one of the yeah. interesting things at this point is where's Greg Gard? He's pushed back on the periphery, just kind of walking around. Yep. Right, where's yep, Juwan yep. Howard coming back up into the fray, and then he hits him. Like at any point, Juwan Howard could have stopped on his own and removed himself from the situation, but he came at that point. He came back in, and then you know committed the thing that he now got suspended for. All right. Um, also, okay. Wait, hold on. Where was my last one? Um, also, this I, I'm all over the place in my notes here. Um, mm-hmm. So I have two points uh, to kind of solidify. I think, or I, I, I think I, I don't know. I'm, I'm proving the point to Wisconsin fans here, but I just want uh, 
you know, who are probably already agree with me. But um, John Howard, huge double standard uh, on this. I mean, first of all, he was pressing and then got upset for a guard for calling timeout. Hypocrisy number one. Uh, last week against Ohio State, he called timeouts uh, when he was was he. I think he was down. And then a week before that, he called timeouts when he was up with less than a minute left. So it's like, <laughs> settle, settle down with your double standards and hypocrisy there. Um, also, there's a history here, right? Just a year ago, he got into the uh, scuffle with um, like this with Mark Turgeon yes. over something. Yes. I don't remember. Uh, it made Mark Turgeon retire, I think. Uh, actually, do, we, do you know why he retired? He just kind of left in the middle of the season. Probably didn't have to do with John Howard. But, like, he would have gotten an altercation there if he didn't get held back. And apparently this time they didn't hold him back enough. Whereas Greg Gard, has he ever gotten in a confrontation with an opposing coach? I don't Greg Gard, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I can't think of any. At least not to a pointing fingers in the face level, if he has. Yeah, I don't I'm trying to think. Was he pissed at Izzo one time, maybe? But, like. Maybe, maybe, but. Yeah, whatever. I don't We're know. Not gonna, I, nothing nothing that stands out. That nothing that stands out. All right. So those are the last two points I wanted to make on the on, on the coverage and I guess just Howard's hypocrisy in this in this exact situation. Um, all right. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is comments after the game. Uh, did you listen to or stick around for the comments after the game by any chance? Um, I didn't stick around. For, I found them later because the game okay. had to shut my screen off. So <laughs> <laughs> discipline weekend. Um, yeah, discipline weekend. So the first one I saw was Howard's. I don't know what order they went in, uh, but I can't believe they just let him come out there and, like, just talk because he was, I don't want to say in denial, but he was carrying this, like, attitude that he was wronged. He was said he was defending himself, which didn't make any sense. He didn't apologize to anybody. He just, like reiterated the timeout thing which again is just baffling like it was a terrible press conference and he looked I thought he looked really really bad in that moment for I feel like what he how he should have reacted to what actually happened on the court yeah yeah I can agree with that um Oh, that's my train of thought, but I can agree. With, <laughs> I can agree with that that statement. Um, yeah, and so I don't know. Is there anything else on the actual? I mean, okay, here's, I, I got you. But going back to it, it's like I thought when when I did end up getting to see him, uh, I was I was curious to how after reflection time, or just at least a little bit, maybe not. You know, like like maybe time cool down, there would be some sort of Oh, hey, like, yeah, things got heated and uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that or, you know, something of that ilk. Yeah. Uh, but like to kind of defend, kind of defend the actions of, of and especially why, like we talked about it now, is it like, oh, like for freaking a 10 second timeout, like, it just yeah. didn't, it didn't, it, it didn't make, it didn't make sense. It didn't make it it was just out of out of this world. I just couldn't believe like even from like a professional standpoint, like even if it's BS, like even if you don't believe, like usually as a coach, as a leader of the program, setting an example, coming out and being like that can't happen, right? No, on me. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. And then yeah, and then Greg guards. Yeah, I mean guards take very humble, very uh, you know, matter of factly, and you know it is what it is. So. Yeah, it it just seemed like like if you listened to Howard, like you said, just doubled down and Gard explained yeah. his motives and like what he yeah. said actually lines up with what happened in the yeah. event. Whereas Howard is in his own world, it was it, it was absolutely bizarre. Uh, and I really liked uh, the new AD Chris McIntosh's uh, statement. I don't know if you saw that, uh, but he was very uh, succinct, and you could. It just like this is unacceptable. We will be talking to Michigan. We will be talking to the Big Ten. Yeah. And he just like you could tell the emo like you could tell he was furious. And he was just like holding it back and speaking so like slowly and emphatically. And it was it was really cool to see like him out there next to Greg Gard being like 
this is unacceptable. Uh, and I thought that was a really great moment by him to kind of s- recognize the importance of the situation and, and stand up kind of for Greg Gard. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, all right. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Anything else? No, no. Here? Especially, especially like right post game, like not waiting to yeah. get his there, but being part of the post game press conference. Yeah. I mean, it just like As we were AD. already on the phone. We are, he was pissed, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, me, me too." As I'm like, me I'm still folding laundry. <laughs> so that laundry <laughs> built up. It built up. The laundry, um, laundry is done. All right. So if we would have recorded last night, we would have done a lot of speculation on what we thought the punishment was going to be, and I think it ended up being where the punishment ended up being where I thought it would, at least for. John Howard, he got suspended five games, and he actually got suspended the five games by Michigan because yes. technically the Big Ten could only suspend him two games, I think it was. He does oh, get fined $40,000. Um, in the five games, I, I should say, it is, they suspended him the rest of the regular season, which just so happens to be five games. Right? Yes. Um, yep. So I thought that's where they were going to end. I thought they also might – well, I'll, I'll just lay out what, what happened. Okay. Uh, I was suspended five games, fined 40000 uh, Guard fined 10000 Uh The players who you can see on camera punching, uh, Jacoby Neath for Wisconsin, and then two players from Michigan. I don't remember who they were. I think it was Diabate was one of them. I don't remember the other one. Each get one game suspension. Uh, so I guess we'll start with um, – Jordan Howard's suspension, Marlo, was it um, too harsh, too lenient, or just about right for you? I think that's where I – okay, so the game suspension, that's where I thought it would land. Um, I thought the rest of the season, right, rest of the regular season, it sounded about right, five games. I thought at the very most it might go through the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's an undefined amount of games, so, so – I th- th- that made sense. I'm f- very surprised at the Big Ten forty thousand dollar fine. I ha- I don't did think I I've right heard. Now? I don't. What? Did I get that right or did I? Yeah, yeah, you got it right. It was Michigan okay. five games and uh, forty thousand dollars by the Big Ten fines. I'm surprised by that because I don't remember coaches getting fined. Yeah. That I can think of by the league by in the in college that I can think of. Um, so I thought my thought was once the game suspension came down that there wouldn't be anything else. So that's the only thing I think the double the games and the fines. I, who knows? Maybe he's not getting paid. He's getting paid for the games. But the five games in the 40K, I think the co- combination surprises me. But at the same time, since what guard got it makes sense as far as like a fair and balanced right okay. way to take care of it. OK, interesting. Um I yeah I like I, I already I guess alluded to this I thought it was going to be the rest of the regular season like you I thought it could mm-hmm. be the postseason which I mean based on how Michigan finished that game might not be that long anyway um, yep. I think they're the seventh seed in the Big Ten right now um, I don't know they don't they I've I, I guess I must have ca- caught the games where they don't look good um, I did be, watch them beat Iowa but you know how I feel about Iowa. Um, <laughs> I so I thought they I don't think they should have fired him necessarily, but I thought they could mm-hmm. have fired him. I think this is a fireable offense. Dude. But I think you I think he could have gotten fired for it, yes. Uh it, I think if you combine this with the fact that this happened almost happened once already with Mark Turgeon, like, yeah, there is something wrong here. Uh and I think you could have fired him if you know, they weren't so invested in him if they didn't seem to like him as a, a coach so much. Um, like, if he was slightly longer in his tenure and slightly less successful, I think you could have fired him for it. But I don't think you had to, if that makes sense. Um, so I'm, I guess, yeah. in the end, okay with this. I, I heard the firing. T- I think the firing was to, to the – I personally would have thought that a little too far um, for – for this incident, I, I get. I think that's that's kind of the heat of the moment type of thing. Um, but this is. I would have been okay if, even if it was through the reg, the postseason, right? Yeah. Like the rest of the season period. 
probably been okay. Firing, that's where I, that's probably that's the upper limit where I don't think that would that'd be okay in my book. Yeah, I mean, if it's like Tom Izzo, you know, you're not firing him over this. Mm-hmm. If it's um, who, shoot, who's Nebraska's coach? I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> Horbert, Her- Herbert, Hoiberg. Herbert. If it's Hoiberg, he's fired. You know, like it's just yeah. kind of the concept. So I think it, you could fire him for this. Not that you necessarily needed to or required to. All right. Great guard fine. Ten thousand uh, dollars. I mean, obviously, you just went through the culpability above. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that he should have been fined. I think throwing <laughs> if the fine is ten thousand dollars to kind of placate the Michigan side of this and say, like, look, he kind of had some responsibility in this, even though I don't think that's the case. OK. But like, if if Juwan Howard didn't punch anybody, punch slap anybody, nobody would have been fine. But Juwan Howard punch slapped somebody, so now you have to retroactively find Greg Gard. That's kind of weird. Uh, so yeah. Uh, players one yeah. game suspension. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm no, no. Sorry. I think that's. I think you hit just right. Like they had. They. It was one of those things where. It had to do something. They couldn't do anything, right? So. Bro, I guess. <laughs> Again, from a look, we tried to make it fair kind of standpoint. But I, I yes. think you're just kind of throwing a bone to the Michigan side of it, more so than actually trying to do some sort of real justice or something. Justice. Mm. Um, justice. All right, players. Uh, Neath gets one game. Two Michigan players get one game. Um, I think that's fine. I would rather see the – I, our friend Scott said he wanted to see any punishments from uh, the players get tacked on to John Howard. I think that would have been great, a great idea. Been like, John Howard suspended five games. Oh, by the way, instead of players being suspended one game each, three of them, he's going to be suspended three games more. I thought that would have been awesome. But in the <laughs> end, they reacted to seeing a coach punch slap somebody. So I'm very okay with True. what seems like a pretty, pretty small – Suspension for players, right? If the players just got in a brawl, it's probably a longer suspension. So I'm okay with what seems like a light suspension. Um, And from a Wisconsin standpoint, um, I think you alluded to somebody being, uh, do you say your hero or something? Come down out of the Big Ten guy coming down? Oh, there's a Big Ten official that came down as, like, came running out, if you yeah, if you watch the watch, run back the tape. You'll see him come running down the stands. Okay, and try to defuse it, but try um, to defuse it didn't work. Didn't work. Did not work. But he threw himself in the middle there of you know okay. rather large people where he's not a large man himself. So. Yeah. Well, mine is Ben Carlson because yeah. Ben Carlson made sure mm-hmm. that Johnny Davis was not involved in any of this. <laughs> Just yes. Held that, back. I was gonna. I was gonna get to that. I was okay. gonna get to that okay. for sure. I of all the t- of all, of the well the whole reason I watched the like replay again was just to make sure where Johnny Davis was and all that. That was like that was my first main motivator of rewatching uh yeah. to, to find out where he was. Yes, and yeah, and yeah, good on him for for bringing that back. Um Did you Yeah, good on uh Carlson. Who who had a shaky start to the game. I guess we'll talk about more basketball in a little bit, but ended up doing yeah. uh okay-ish. Uh, but yeah, definitely his biggest play was holding, making sure Johnny Davis was involved in that. Did you see the video where um, Brad Davison just really wanted to sing Varsity? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Did they end up seeing it? I, I didn't. They ended up seeing no, Varsity. they didn't. That's they, all he wanted to do. They just wanted. That's all he but... wanted to do. No, no, we're gonna stay. We're gonna sing we're gonna, Varsity. No, no, we're going here. back. We're gonna sing Varsity. <laughs> so funny. And then I just thought to myself, that is so Brad Davison. He is yeah. is everything that I would think. <laughs> so, and then like the Michigan fans in in the Twitter was like he just wanted to, he wanted to fight him some more blah blah blah. He's like no, he just wanted to sing varsity kind of in your face, yeah. But like <laughs> it's Brett Davis, he's a weird guy. He likes he loves that stuff. <laughs> oh, that was great. All right, anything else on the I guess incident and aftermath before we talk about actual basketball? I think that's it. I think that's the list, man. And, wow, uh, unprecedented. Uh, yeah. Incident. I keep on the incident. Uh, all right, let's talk actual basketball, and we'll go in uh, reverse chronological order. We'll keep talking about the Michigan game that we just talked about. Um, yep. I guess you could call it a tale of two halves. Obviously not at half, but Wisconsin does pull away 
in the second half, ending up with the 77-63 victory in a tense affair. Uh, oh. Just kidding, obviously. Uh, but a tale of two halves, I think, from a uh, offensive end and a defensive end. So let's stay on the offensive end and just talk about our man, Johnny Davis, at a time where uh, offense is kind of sputtered coming out the gates. I guess Michigan scored on their first couple. But then Johnny Davis just took over, Marlon. Yeah. I was clearly uh, super afraid uh, in the first half. We were not able to stop. What's his face on Michigan? Um, big Hunter guy. Dickinson. Dickerson. Seemed to do whatever Dick, he wanted Dick, to. Dickinson. Dickinson. Dickerson. Yeah. Dickinson. Who, by the way, uh, seemed, yeah. runs the most upright of any person I've ever seen. Oh, for sure. <laughs> his back, it, he, it's like he has a pole down his back, and he's just, it, it is bizarre. Yeah, is it's. <laughs> so, my, uh, that is the wild. other obvious take is he uh, can only go over his right shoulder to his left hand, which everybody knows, but we could not stop in the first half. We could run. stop, yeah. That was annoying. Um, But, yeah, besides that, so it, it was one of those games, you know, and this is, I mean, the last couple of games, and I, I don't know if it's just the we've gotten used to being like, you know, Johnny Davis being Johnny Davis. It's like, OK, when is Johnny going to get going? Yep. What's going on? You know, and then going into the second half, um, you know, he, he's he's his game, got that he has that one footer, one foot jumper, one foot yep. jumper going back, fadeaway jumper that was working for him. Um, he could get that at any point in time. Um, and that's really, really exciting to see. And then, you know, driving to the hoop as well. So. I think my take on the second half and Jenny Davis, you know, I was like, just don't don't test him because then you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> and it's always you could always see when his when his switch turns on, um, you know, in this game when they were when they were trying to uh, really kind of bully him out of the lane. He said, hell no, I'm going to take this game and take the shots when they come to me. Yeah, he, I think that's a great point is he takes the shots that come to him. And I think is one of the things that makes him such an effective player is he doesn't always force it he doesn't all if it's not there he'll defer it. and at times that can be frustrating but when it matters he doesn't do that and he steps up um you mentioned the the fadeaway jumper uh he also was you mentioned him getting in the basket too but it was he got to the rim going both right and left which i think is uh, important because for the longest time he mostly went to his left um mm. still did that a lot but uh and by the way him going to the hoop led to at what I thought was going to be a very crucial moment uh, in the charge that absolutely was not a charge uh, when he had the and one. Uh, somehow they called the charge, and I was like, if we lose this game, and then I don't think we trailed after that. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Davis was stepped up in kind of that second part of the second half, um, or second phase of the second half, uh, and just really – just took the spirit out, out of out of Michigan and uh, staying on the offensive end. It was really interesting to watch. I mean, not only Johnny Davis, because, but also Tyler Wall. Offensively, it looked like we were just hunting matchups and we were hunting. They never doubled. Michigan didn't, so they didn't double Davis. They didn't double double Wall. So multiple times in the game, one of those two guys just dribbled, 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 got to their spot, made their shot, and Michigan didn't change. They didn't stop doing whatever, you know single defense or their zone defense, but their zone defense wasn't still had to be, I guess, uh, man enough or uh, the zone didn't allow them, I guess is a better way to put it to help in those situations in which wall or Davis were just backing their way down into the paint. Uh, and Davis finished 11, four, 11, four, 17 with 25 points. Uh, I think he had eight points at halftime. So 17 of those points were in the second half and uh, Tyler wall finished with 10 points uh, felt like more before I clicked on that and, and looked at what it was. Um, but, yeah, it just felt like we were hunting those matchups and had a really, really effective, uh, efficient, excuse me, second half on offense. Uh, anything else on the offensive end, Marlo, before I just mention one thing on the defense? Um, no. Go for it. All right. Uh, well, last thing on the offensive end, uh, all five Badger starters in double <laughs> All right. Um, oh, that's right. It's nice. Defensive end. So we talked about uh, Dickinson in the first half. I think he had oh shit, 14 points, 16 points in the first half, something like that. Finished with 21. Um, scored, I think, the first bucket or two in the second half, but then really wasn't heard from 
uh, the rest of the game. And I credit that to Stephen Crowell and his he just he worked tirelessly on the defensive end to get Dickinson out of his positions. He did not do that at all in the first half. And throughout the whole first half, uh, Dickinson was able to get wherever he wanted. They got switches where somehow Brad Davison is uh, guarding him. But in the second half, every almost every time Dickinson caught the ball, he was moving away from the basket or he was outside of the paint or he was outside of the three-point line. And that, I think, was the tireless work of Crowell. And to a lesser extent, Vote Vote played very well in this game. But I noticed a lot with Crowell in the second half, just uprooting him, pushing out of that paint. And uh, when Dickinson's not going, and especially in this game, they're not hitting threes. They finished four for 25 for threes. I mean, their offense just had nothing else. They had no other option. They had no other answer. Um, and that kind of changed the game on the defensive side because they only, I guess, ended up scoring 32 points. I was going to say only. They scored more points in the second half, but it definitely didn't feel like that as the game went on. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, like I said in the first half, if we – if that if crawl did not come through that they could the game could have been very 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 different because uh, he was poised and ready to take that game over. Yeah, and then he didn't. And then he didn't. And they didn't. And then that the was announcers it. pointed out pretty well when Davis was taking over. They said that's one of the problems with. Or I don't know if they said problems. That's one of the differences between a Johnny Davis and a Hutchinson. He's a post player. He need they need to get him the ball, mm-hmm, whereas mm-hmm. Johnny Davis can come out and get the ball and operate from wherever on the court. And that was a huge difference in this game. And Johnny Davis is awesome. So there you go. There it is. Um, we should mention at this game uh, something that was overshadowed, I th- obviously, by the incident and obviously by, uh, or to a lesser extent, by Davis's play is Michael Finley's number was retired. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. That was uh, pretty cool. I think my some of my first memories were uh, of Michael Finley um, on the – on the Badgers, it was really the first time I remembered the Badgers doing anything good. <laughs> so, um, at least, you know, growing, growing up. So, uh, that was really cool to see him. And obviously, he's gone on to have success in the NBA. I think he's in the front office position with the Ma- uh, Mavericks now, right? So, just great representation of rumors. Of <laughs> rumors. <laughs> Did you see him when he was asked about Johnny Davis? I did not know. They asked him in a, a press conference, and he said, so I, I'm in a – I think it's Mavericks, right? It's Mavericks, yeah, because he played the Mavericks. I'm in a yeah. front office position for the Mavericks, and so I can't really speak about a player, but I will say this. The team is really good, <laughs> and if the team keeps working hard and the team keeps improving, I think the team can be really good. <laughs> it wow. Like, it was like all Thanks, this like, – Tongue in cheek, like I wink, like Johnny Davis is a really good basketball player. <laughs> yeah, and, and we as the Dallas Mavericks have have our eyes on him. It was really cool. <laughs> Just a, a funny thing. Um, yeah, so Michael Finley's uh, number up there. Next number to be retired, Marlo is Devin Harris. I'm very surprised. Is yeah, I would say so. It has to be right. Yeah, I don't know who else it would be. Um, uh, between I mean, Finley and Kaminsky Harris. got it. Kaminsky went to two. It was a player of the year. Went to two yeah. Final, Final Fours. Fours. Happened kind of like right away. Makes sense, I guess. I get it. I don't I mean, know they if did, I don't, yeah, are they should, taking should be retired, but. Are they, I, taking, I are they taking a stand? I don't, I don't think he ever graduated. Uh, are they going to do one of those? I think they were retired as number. I don't know. They? I'm asking. I'm at, what? Didn't they ever retire his number? I thought to Devin Harris? Not Devin Harris. No. Kaminsky, I'm talking oh. about. Oh, well, they Devin did Kaminsky. Harris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm talking yeah, about Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about Devin. Did he, did he graduate? No idea. Is that a stand you got to take? <laughs> no. He's probably he definitely not. Did not. All right. I'm going to go with that. I can go with that. Michael Finley is way overdue, though. Way, way overdue. overdue. Way overdue. Can't believe way it's overdue. 2022. Yeah. Way overdue. Probably. Let's blame it on the pandemic, even though that only happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in 2020 and not at all the case because he graduated with like 94, 95, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, the Badgers beat Indiana. Um, my expectations were very low in this game. I should mention uh, the reason for that was because I had gone to the Rutgers game. I was there in person, Marlo. Uh, oh, you did I go. Did, I did go. I took my son. Um, nice. 
So that's why we got this result. Yep. I jinxed it. Uh, they, <laughs> it was like the... <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, John Davis wasn't able to take over. Um, we just missed our... It was, anyway, we don't need to talk about the record team. So my expectations yeah. were low. I was like, oh, no. We're going to fall out of the Big Ten race. Now we're going to Indiana. Uh, you know, we had this miraculous comeback on them earlier in the season. I didn't have high expectations. And in the game, we were down most of the game, right? And I'm like, don't yes. get your hopes up. Don't get invested again. Don't do this to yourself. Um, and it was back and forth, but it felt like we were down or we would get tied and they'd run away. Get tied, run away. Get tied, run away. Um, and then again, in the second half, Giant Davis just kind of took over. Ended with 30 points, including, I think, the last uh, – at least last four, maybe last like eight, something like that. I mean, just an insane run by him. It – Winning the game for us. Johnny Davis, 30 points. He's unbelievable. There we go. No, yeah, I, what – uh, I mean, yeah, it's to, your, to your point, <laughs> the, we didn't did, – I don't know if we ever took – I know it was kind of tied right away, but didn't they finally took the lead with, like, under a minute left. Uh, did we lead before that? I can't remember. Uh, but it was – It was briefly in, uh, in, like, the first three minutes of the second half. But I think that was – Okay. And then yeah, we got down, then, what, like seven, eight points, something like that, after that. And then we didn't lead again until the last minute. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the thing. And that was his uh, – Jai Davis scored the, the final seven – or he had a seven-point – he had a seven-oh run for himself, um, which, yeah, which, which helped put it away. So, yeah, again, they started poking the bear. Um, started poking the bear, and he decided to take over, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Watching John Davis take over basketball games was a lot of fun. Please savor it. We got a few more left. Yeah. Hopefully, you can take us pretty far. But you know, for real though, that um, the scene down there is it there in the Assembly Hall? There, yep, out there, that you know, right. Assembly Hall. The Indiana basketball fans, great fans. They're gonna, they were on top of him the whole time. Um, and for that team to be able to go on the road, withstand that type of crowd, and um, and take that victory was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, their ability, the Badgers and Johnny Davis's ability to perform an execute on the road is been pretty amazing this season. Wins at Purdue, at Michigan State, at Indiana. Off the top of my head. Um, Pretty, pretty impressive road victories. Not at Illinois. We lost the at Illinois game there. Yeah, and they're gonna have to do that coming up this week, Marlo. Oh, transition. Whew. Transition. That felt, that felt good. Uh, this week they travel to Minnesota on Wednesday. They will be without Jacoby Neath, so hopefully Lauren Bowman will be back to provide at least the smallest smidgen of depth at guard. <laughs> um, he was out with a non-COVID illness. Uh, in the game against Michigan. Uh, and then Saturday they travel to Rutgers. Hopefully we'll get some revenge there. Um, Wisconsin currently sits 12-4, and four, half a game back of Purdue, who sits atop the Big Ten at 13-4. and four. Uh, I hope we win these tomorrow. I'm just going to go with that. I'm not going to lay out any expectations. I just hope we win these two games and set up a, ba- a showdown for the Big Ten with Purdue on March 1st. That would be fun and absolutely nerve-wracking. Very much so. I th- um, you're set a hope next week. You're sort Rutgers. Yeah, it's coming down the stretch, moving into March. This is uh, it's going to be, you know, kind of made. And this Big Ten race, it's kind of gone. It's it's gone back and back and forth and uh it's gonna come down to this last week so very uh hopes are here's where i'm at my hopes yeah. are kind of high but i'm oh. not expecting it hopes okay. are high but not expecting does that make sense yep yeah yeah so i can still be crushed i can still yeah, be crushed sure. but not i'm not expecting it <laughs> yeah i'm definitely there with you trying to talk myself out of out of that and just trying to enjoy the unpro- improbable, not unprobable, improbable situation we as Badger fans finds ourselves in uh, being half a game back 
chance to win it in the final four games here uh, with a possible National Player of the Year candidate. Well, he is a candidate, possible National Player of the Year winner. Um, truly not something we expected as we did our preseason pod. So uh, I keep kind of trying to re- remind myself of that as we uh, enjoy what's left of the season. Yes, for sure. This is not the beginning. This is not where we were supposed to be. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Any other Badger stuff that happened, Marlo, that we uh, missed during our brief uh, hiatus? Um, not, I, nothing, I, nothing of note. Nothing of note yeah. that I can remember. No good things that I want to talk about. Hockey things didn't are not great, not the best. Um, men's hockey's not great. Women's hockey just got absolutely dominated by Ohio State over the weekend. So let's not talk about that. Um, softball started. Oh, softball started. It looked warm. Uh-huh. That was nice. Um, wrestling's happening. I think they beat uh, one last couple meets. So uh, yeah, other Badger things are happening. Um, there hasn't been any football news, has there? I don't think so. Don't think so. No. 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 Not any nope. news about anybody possibly coming. They're not coming. Poss- uh, possibly coming. Not coming. Someone in nothing the... like that. Uh, got new nope, OC. Not... Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, they do. Hopefully, he is more creative. <laughs> that's hard, the hope right hard to be less creative it's yeah it's very hard to be, hopefully he'll do the play calling touchy subject probably he's getting paid a lot <laughs> so i hope he calls the plays uh all right that's it for other badger stuff how about other stuff in general marlo there was uh i don't know if you heard about this um is a football game they call it the super bowl Ooh, yeah. There's been. Or as my kid likes to call it the big bull. The big bull. We see you could call that a commercial. It's not like a. Oh yeah. Trademark. Big game. Oh, the Mm -hmm. big game. Super Bowl. What was this? Fifty something? I don't even know. Whatever. Um. Rams beat the Bengals. Bummer. I was rooting for the Bengals. Um. That's I don't know. I good for Stafford, I guess. Everybody seemed to be happy for Aaron Donald, so I guess I'll be happy for Aaron Donald. I guess. I I guess. I I I guess. I I just didn't realize people were pulling for Aaron Donald. I mean, deserved to win clearly, like literally, I don't I don't know, but definitely closed the game for them at the yeah. end there. Um and the championship game before which uh, which didn't happen because we didn't talk about um so championship games yeah there was there was yeah there was that i don't know i I mean i clearly i found myself not rooting for stafford during the game i didn't going into the game i didn't know who i was gonna root for i found myself pulling for cincinnati for some reason can't explain it um so of course the rams end up winning because of that reason um you know going forward so yeah i mean it, it was a good game i thought it was uh or at least a good second half i should say uh, going to the game and mm-hmm. had that halftime show. Where do you yeah. rank it? Uh, f- I couldn't remember. I tell you five halftime shows off the top of my head. So top five. <laughs> top, top five. Top five. Thought the halftime show was awesome. Uh, I believe I was the only one in the world. There was a two screen experience that they kept talking about, and I thought, like, to in my mind, to a, a nauseum, and it doesn't seem like anyone else did it but me. Didn't even um, know that was a thing. Who was talking? Yeah, see, exactly. I'm the only one in the world that was that downloaded the app and did the two oh, screens. Oh, God, you had to download an app? Well, there's no way I was going to download an app. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not for old people um, like me. It's young yeah, people. Yeah, but, no, but that was your good. Apps. Yeah. Super Bowl commercials. Uh, we're back to being funny. No more crying. Really? So that was good. I kept, I kept forgetting to watch the commercials. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought I kept, the Larry would, David one was right up your alley. I mean, if you if you did not get into crypto before the Super Bowl, you definitely didn't. You weren't watching commercials. These crypto ads make no sense. <laughs> Just like and crypto. they have literally nothing to do with crypto. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know who it's 
selling to. I felt um, like the Larry David crypto ad was like right up your alley. It was f- it's fine, but like I don't know. I, I every crypto ad I'm just like, what? It was a crypto like uh but anyway. Um yeah, it was crypto or EV car. Get an EV car. Oh yeah, EV cars. And uh that was that was about it. Yeah, but I I kept like I think I would go to my phone or I'd go like look at something else. And then be like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be watching the commercials. They're supposed to be entertaining. I totally, totally forgot to do that. Um, I did the Super Bowl halftime, I was just like, this <laughs> this album came out 20 years ago. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> like, this is the halftime show? Yeah. You know? It's, you know, it's still good to know that, uh, Dre, things, you know, the game changed. That changed. And I did want to know how we felt changed. about it. He's still so, on top. Still feels the same way he did 20 years ago apparently about it yeah. um super bowl yeah there it I is i think there's our been, there's our two week ago super bowl it would have been very fluky if the Bengals won because they definitely don't feel like the best team in the nfl you could make an argument the rams are the best team in the nfl i don't think you honestly could say in this season the Bengals were the best team so it would have been sure. a very fluky super bowl, which would have been fun it would have been fine but there fine um Joe, Joe Burrow definitely gave his career the kiss of death, though, by saying that they're a young team, so they'll probably be back here at some point. It's like, well, isn't that what Dan Marino did? And then yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's tough to get to the Super Bowl, man. Got to win it. It is, there. especially in the AFC. Especially in the AFC, because all the good young quarterbacks are in the AFC, plus Justin <laughs> Fields in the NFC. Of course, they are. They Mahomes, are. No, I agree. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. Burrow, I guess you'd put him top four of the AFC. Somebody I'm forgetting. That's fine. Trevor Lawrence, of course. That's all I got. I'm blanking on other ones. Tannehill. Got to get through Tannehill. That's going to be tough. All right. Uh, under the NBA, Marlo, there was a dunk contest. You wrote that down. So let's oh, talk right. about that. Uh, yes. There was. Did you watch it? No. I've given you, up on some contests. You, yeah, and you I should have. You saved yourself. I am aware of how um, terrible it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It's some. Some are saying worst of all time, which is pretty bad. Uh, so we're back. We're back that's to like a spot saying, where that's like saying best halftime show of all time. Sure, I don't remember. You know, the worst dunk contest. <laughs> I remember like three dunk contests. Well, that's the thing. The Vince Carter one. This one, okay. So, 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 yes, which was <laughs> awesome. That brought the dunk contest back, and now we're in. To your point of being twenty-something years old, actually, that dunk contest probably thirty years old. Um, we're all still hanging on to that. We're all. Yeah. That's what brought it back, and we're all still hanging on to that for someone to do that again. And it's just not. It's not happening. It's not happening. Dunk contest, I can remember. Right. That one. Mm-hmm. Dwight Howard won. We did the Superman thing for the first time. Mm. Which was kind of annoying, but I remember it. Um, didn't Nate Robinson win one? Yeah, he might have won two. Um, he definitely won one. That might be it. Oh, Blake Griffin jumped over a car once. Oh, that's true. He did. There we go. Those are the four dunk contests I can remember off the top of my head. So no, I didn't watch this one. It's disappointing because okay. I heard, well, I heard Obi Toppin was actually kind of okay. And I kind of like Obi Toppin because he was really cool in college. Mm-hmm. But I heard everyone else sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Snooze fest. Huge snooze fest. There was some so, really good one a couple years ago that everybody everybody liked. But I didn't know either of the guys, so I wasn't, I, di- I didn't watch it. Well, like, that's players. part of the problem, too. They're... Like superstars, or at least people with names. You don't have to be superstar. Yeah. People with names are not doing the dunk contest. So right. even when they do well, it's like, okay, who are you? You know? Yeah. It's um, like, oh, great, you play so. you know, for Oklahoma City. I've never heard of you. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. Exactly. Very cool. What would you do to save right. the dunk contest, Marlon? Do you have any ideas? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I, and I, it's, it's to a point, too, where these... There's also a point, too, where... so. There's a line of like 
some of these dunks they can do so fluidly it looks like they're not trying so it doesn't look as impressive yeah and then so you, they try to up the ante but you when you try to up the ante right now like the whole fact you get the off factor of not getting the dunk the first time or two or whatever right yeah um so it's yeah it's just got to a point i don't know how to spice it up i don't besides getting like just bigger names in it because then it just makes it more exciting um to have that because you get names in there and this is why they don't want to do it but even like win lose or draw like you have something to talk about right like um if you have all-stars in the dunk contest yeah you're gonna talk about the all-star win lose or draw you're not gonna talk like oh like you're not gonna talk about whoever the hell was in the dunk contest. i can't remember their names besides obi Toppin, right yeah it was in there so that's part of it i think the idea this simplest idea i heard i think it was on bill Simmons podcast i don't know mm-hmm. like, I, like i owe him a shout out or something it's like the biggest podcast <laughs> anyway uh biggest sports podcast um was not having the dunk contest be the last thing mm. so you move it ahead of the three-point contest and you mm-hmm. let it if it's good be a build-up to the three-point contest and then the three-point contest is consistently good like it's entertaining right so if you can add, like, imagine there being an exciting dunk contest, mm-hmm. and then that builds into a three-point contest that is exciting, and you actually get good shooters in the three-point contest, like people you know, I think that could be a better recipe for an entertaining night than a three-point contest that may or may not, that is probably at least somewhat entertaining into a dunk contest that sucks and then the night's over. But I don't know how to say that. I can see that, because the three-point contest... Usually is more exciting, more exciting contest than yes, the dunk yeah. contest. It's a more competitive. More times like it's, than it's, not. It's, yeah, it's it's a safer bet. So I, yeah, I, that doesn't save the dunk contest itself, but it kind of helps the night. I think. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. All right, I uh, like that. Then the All Star game happened. Marlo, um, Steph Curry made a lot of threes. Yeah. Um, LeBron James made a game-winning shot, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, you see he made a stake to Cleveland, having three All-Stars, him being the third. That was interesting. I mean, I would be annoyed if I was a Cleveland fan. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I don't know if you noticed this. You left us. (laughs) Twice. I don't know if you realize this. Uh, that would yeah. annoy me. Um, yeah, I saw. The the whole LeBron and Cleveland thing was very strange because he treated it like it was a home all-star game. And I guess to a large extent, the all-star game allowed him to treat it like that. Yes, which, they which, did. Which it isn't. It, it is in the slightest bit, right? Because he is from that area and obviously played for the Cavs, but like he's not anymore. So, like, why did we let him treat it like it was his home? It's kind it was kind of weird. I felt it was kind of weird, but I don't, you know, I kind of find I like to find ways to be annoyed at LeBron. So it fit into my narrative being annoyed at LeBron. Found it. All right. Yeah, I searched high and low and found <laughs> and found it. And found a way. It seems like the scoring thing um, worked pretty well. The yeah, competing, competing for quarters and then doing the end of the game scoring thing is entertaining. Look good. Yeah, I, th- I think that works well. I, I, was, I was, you know, I was a hater of it at first, but seeing it for two times, it like gets them playing basketball in in a sense quicker than it did with the. All right, we're gonna play in the last three minutes of the game. Right. So that was good. Yeah. All right. All That's right. all the other stuff I have. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to finish with a thing on the internet. Did you see it? Did you watch it? Uh, see it? Are you an Encanto fan? Not I Encanto. am aware of the... I actually took the kids to see it in oh, the you theater. Oh, you did? It Ooh, was the first... The first uh, I think... It was the first time I've ever gone with the kids to the theater. Gotcha. But I've not seen this um, pair of things. Okay, so in Kanto, taking over, uh, I think 
you know, we don't talk about Bruno made it to like number one in the charts a couple weeks ago. Uh, so there are parodies all over the place. And one has come to your hometown of Milwaukee. Oh, right. <laughs> with, we, we don't talk about that, bro. Credit Justin Wills. Um, yeah. That was going all over the internet. It's a parody of we don't talk about Bruno featuring Giannis. Um, and it's pretty funny. I would give it a listen. I would, okay. I would give it a listen. Um, there are some good digs in there on, uh, on LeBron, on, um, God damn it, I'm blanking on names, but there's some good digs. And obviously I picked them LeBron because again, well, you I find put in the link and Kevin Durant's on the screen. So yes, he's in, he's in <laughs> Kevin Durant. There's some good ones. Uh, you know, it's, it, 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 well done. All I'm going to say is well done. Justin Wills. All right. Good job by you, Justin Wills. I will definitely listen to it after we get done recording here. So. Uh, but this is the first <laughs> I am hearing about it. Uh, so. Oh, wow. There you go. Man, you need to get on the internet. Um, <laughs> like I'm on this thing a lot. <laughs> all right. Anything, any other throw-ins, anything else? That is all I got for now, Marvel. All right. Well, that is all I got. I am glad we got back. Thanks, Juwan, for putting fire underneath us. Um, that will be it for me. As always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarlJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. Casey, that's it for me. You got any last words? Well, as always, until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.